Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another reaction packed episode of Godfit of Japan. And I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Godfit of Japan is about three dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That's right. And Jeremy, what episode is it this week? I believe we are on 690, 690, sir. 690 that's 10 more episodes until epic 700 oh my god 700 can you believe it 700 actually i'm holding my hand like this like seven i'm doing it japanese style seven so the one two three four five six seven like this for all you faders out there that are listening to the podcast you should be subscribing to us on youtube so you can watch all the the weird things that we do but yes so 700 not 700 like this 700 actually maybe i should do it american style 700 or i could even I, do it. i don't think it make, makes much of a difference either way dude personally you want to see german style that's how they do it in germany 700 700 yeah they do it they're very mathematical it's like four on one hand and three on the other 700 Und is the scheiße you are the shysta. All right. So, uh, yeah. So uh, we're planning on going to Fukuoka for episode number 700. Hopefully we can do that, Tom. So uh, let's save our pennies. And faders, if you want to help us out and get to uh, Fukuoka, you can definitely sign up to the Patreon. Just give us a couple of your hard-earned bucks and uh, we will use it to uh, get our tails to Fukuoka so we can have an epic showdown for episode number 700. Also, even if it's only five bucks, man, that like that buys a beer, man. Like none of us is going to complain. Oh, yeah. Nobody. Complains Very good about point. Yeah. Mm. Cool. And as I did say, we do have a YouTube and uh, please subscribe and give likes and loves and write comments and all that groovy shit because it costs you nothing. And it means the world that got paid in Japan. Tom, every time he gets a subscription, he a little tear comes from his eye, just like this. <laughs> kind of like that Indian from that old like advertisement in the 1980s. When the guy's like polluting, he's like, oh, one tear drops. Yeah, that's what happens to Tom. But it's like not tears of sadness, it's tears of joy. Yeah, but then like we, we're getting up there. We're getting close to our goal. We're climbing the ladder, as it were. I was going to say, guys, you know what? The mm. ideas that we get for the show are ideas that a lot of the times come from the comments that you leave on Facebook and on YouTube. So if you guys leave comments on Facebook and on YouTube, we read all of those. We read every comment, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's how we get ideas for what we're going to talk about on the next show. If fashion is doing great, we're going to talk about fashion. If horror stories are doing great and horrible murders are doing great, that's what we're going to talk about. Tom loves leave horror. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Comment, good or bad, ugly, whatever it is, 
Let us know what you think, and then we're going to probably talk about that on the next episode. Right, guys? That is true. That's a fact, Jack. I, I, I agree. Also, like, we're doing it for the fans because, like, what the fuck point is there of just fucking do? Well, we honestly, we'd probably do it anyway because we're three friends who like to drink together online, apparently. Mm. But apparently, and then we're, we, we, we appreciate our fans. We appreciate every single fucking comment you post. Even if you're shit talking, don't worry, man. We still appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I still laugh at you. <laughs> oh, man. For sure. So, okay. I got a question. I got a question. Uh, Thomas, so right now, are you in between jobs? I got to ask about this employment issue because I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I managed to find another job. Like I said, I, I, I narrowed it down to three choices and I took the, I took one of them. I'm, I'm, I'm basically. We got it. We got it. We got it. That's not my question. That's not my question. That's not my question. Are you still currently working for the same company? No, 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 no. That's that, that, that shit's done. Okay, like, great. I, I, I cashed out my, my unemployment and I slight career change. I basically am a caretaker to young children. So I'll be, I, I gotta be honest. I'm essentially a glorified babysitter. I, teach, I, teach him, I, I talk to him in English. I teach him a little bit of English, but I'm, 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 I'm a glorified babysitter, but it's like, it's not a terrible position. It pays a living wage and like, it's not too bad. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm rolling with it. I'll put it that way. Good, 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 good. Okay. When do you start? I already started, dude. Did, did I not make that clear? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I was shit talking my previous position, but uh, by weird chance, like they want me to do some training because I'm playing with like really little kids. And by weird coincidence, like yesterday, like one of the guys that I was working, he's supposed to be training me. He, he's pretty cool. He's like, basically, he's like, dude, I saw your resume. Like, you'll be fine. Um, I'm just like, you know, here, here's what I do. Just watch, watch and learn. But like. I don't see any, you have any problems. He's got plenty of experience. So yeah, Johnny. Uh, yeah, he saw your resume. He's like, Tom, you've been fired by every single company in Tokyo. I don't uh, know what you're doing. I, but I like different. it. Excuse me, Tom. Was this resume written with a crayon? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Nah, man. Like, uh, no. The, the fuck. The most fucked up thing about this. The guy I was working with yesterday. So he was at the fucking same school and like he was the actual fucking homeroom teacher for the same group of kids. And he worked with all the same fucking teachers. And the guy, remember the guy that I had issues with that I got fired? The guy that made you take baths with little kids. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm never going to live that one down, am I? Nope. Not as long as I'm alive. <laughs> no. But and anyway, like apparently this guy, this guy is pretty hardcore and he knows what he's doing. But like he, he was like, dude, that guy just fucking pissed me off. I hit my limit with him and I told him straight up in Japanese, looked him right in the eye and said, you want to fucking go outside and settle this shit? I will lay you out. And the guy's like, eh, nani? And he's like, no, I'm dead fucking serious. You pissed me off again. We're going outside. I'm going to fucking knock you out. And I was like, yeah, I, I felt that. I didn't say that, but like that guy was a fucking dick and I'm glad I got him fired. I didn't do it. I, again, I, I reiterated, I did not do it intentionally. But I don't fucking feel bad about he getting his sorry fucking ass fired. You indirectly got him fired. Okay, awesome. Jeremy, what have you been up to this week? Oh, dude, I've had a crazy week, man. I, last week I was telling you about my fucked up knee. I got tired of it being painful, so I went down to the doctor and I'm like, what can we do to fix this right now? And he's like... Amputation. That was, the, that was option A. Option B was taking this giant steak knife of a fucking needle, 
ramming that thing halfway through my fucking leg and then drawing out all the fluid inside of it. So I decided on option B. It sounds terrible. Go ahead, John. What did you, you want to say? I, I, I just, I, I so badly want to fucking get you back for some of the other bullshit you've been heaping on me. But like, I really want, I'm gonna, I want to make a bad joke about the one naked man in the kick, uh, ass kicking contest. Go ahead. Huh? <laughs> what? Anytime. Nah, Ready? Go. I'm just, you, dude. That's it. That's, that's, it. That's, that's, that's all I got. Apparently, I'm losing my group. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so so you went to the doctors. They got this huge snake, this katana sword, yeah, aka a, a, a syringe. And what did they do? I shoved that motherfucker through my leg, man, and like in the side of my, it went into the side of my knee, almost to the other side, and then they pulled out like thirty like milliliters of liquid out of my knee. God, that's and like then, two beers. Yeah, How many then, shots that? after that, they left the needle in, right? And they're still wiggling it around. I can feel them moving it around inside and stuff. And then, like, they they, they pulled out the liquid that they took out, and it was, a, it was in a vial. And they put another vial in, and they go, they go, and sprayed all this fucking steroids back into my leg, which was ice fucking cold. Damn. You felt it. You felt, you felt ice liquid inside your leg. Yeah. So at first, when they stuck oh. in the needle, you felt the needle go through, right? And then they're pushing it in, pushing it in, pushing it in, and you're like, "Fuck!" And then they're sudden, then they're taking the juice out, like the, the liquid out, and they're pushing Ooh. on your leg and stuff like that. Oh. And then, and then they take that vial out, and they put another vial in, and they shove that liquid back in, and it's ice fucking oh, cold. You feel like ice go all over your knee. Oh. And then, then they, they go, "All right, we're done," and they pull it out. Tom, you got a question? Yeah, man. Just I, I gotta ask, man. Scale of one to ten, how much does this actually hurt? Because like, zero, you're, literally no, zero. No, let me tell you the reason. Let me tell you the reason why. The doctor that I go to is kind of a famous doctor. He was the um, he was the uh, the the blue samurai coach, uh, do, uh, the team doctor, the the Japanese soccer team doctor for like ten years. So he's used to taking care of like athletes and sports guys. And he's done this kind of like thing a million fucking times. And I swear to God, he, I lay, I'm laying down on a table and he goes, ready, we're going to start. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And he's like, we're already started. No, he's like, we're already started. I didn't even feel it. I didn't even feel it. The only time I felt it was when they were moving it around a little bit. And then I felt, and then when I felt the ice go in, that was it. Otherwise it didn't hurt at all. God damn. The okay, guy was, was good, man. The guy was really good. Yeah, Japanese. Yeah. Japanese medicine, Japanese doctors are amazing. And then let me tell you this: this is the kicker part, right? I got, I got, um, I got my knee worked on. I got liquid removed from my knee. I got two kinds of medicine, doctor consultation, and you know what it cost me? Twenty three, no, twenty three fucking bucks. And if I was I'll in the states, you. if I was in the states, that would have been like twenty three thousand dollars, usually. <laughs> Jesus. I'd say you got a pretty good fucking deal personally, man. My knee doesn't hurt today. Is it? I yeah. My knee doesn't hurt today and I feel fine. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. So what's gonna happen in the future? Do you have to do that like every three to six months, or is this a uh, one and done kind of deal? Well, they took a blood test and they were like they were trying to find out what was the cause of why why this inflammation hit my uh, knee. And they were yeah. like, um they're like, Oh, you have like a uric acid like uric acid is built up it's like from drinking too much and eating too much red meat uh, and stuff like that and yeah. so like they're like you gotta you gotta slow down on the beers which i'm doing <laughs> and, then, 
and they're, and they're like, they're like, um, yeah, just take this pill once a day. And they're going to do a blood test in a month. And he said, in a month, it should be gone. And you should be back to normal. And he said, you just got to kind of like, you know, you can drink, you can eat whatever, like meat and stuff. But he's like, you just got to like do it with limitations, you know, just don't go balls to the wall. I'm not, Dude, I'm also 51 years old. I'm not a kid anymore. So what are you going to yeah. do? Right? Thanks for sharing, Jerry. Why, why do I feel like that, that like that's going to be me in like five to 10 years? But medicine in Japan, bro, medicine in Japan is amazing. Uh, it's socialized. You don't pay fucking millions and millions and millions of dollars to get to get help. Like old people here in Japan can get medicine. You don't have to worry about choosing between groceries and and your medicine. You know, so it's it's great living here in Japan. Yeah, that's definitely true. But the thing is, though, one thing that you're not talking about is when you do go to the doctor, you have to wait. My wife actually went to the doctor today, and she waited there for like four hours before she got treated. Uh, when my my uh, my intestines exploded a couple of months ago, I had to go to the doctor's to, to the hospital, and I waited there pretty probably four hours or so. So, but you're in Fukuoka, so maybe it's different. I'm sure it is actually. Um, I, I my wife made an appointment for me, so that might be a difference because like you're what you're talking about is like an emergency. No, I'm, I, no, it's normal hospital. Oh, okay, so all right, so but my my wife made an appointment for me. So when we went there, I, I waited for half an hour, and then we went right in. And the doctor's like, "Here's this giant needle. Let's go for it." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, this sucks, man. My life sucks." And then like, I didn't even really, really didn't even feel it at all. It was amazing. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I, I do that at my place. I was just gonna say, man. Like my, my last couple of times, I didn't go anything for like in for anything crazy like Jeremy's talking about, but like just routine like flu shots. You know, this and Every that the other time. But like last couple of times, I've been in and out, man. Because there's there's a really nice clinic that's just like a minute or two down the street. My wife takes my kid there for all his checkups, and like mm-hmm. they're pretty cool. Last time I walked in there, and like over the winter for my flu shot, flu shot, I just like walked in there and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, doctor's just finishing up. He'll be out in a minute or two." Like a minute or two, dude came out. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna give you your flu shot. Any questions? I was like, nah, man. Any of my first rodeo, just go ahead and stick me, and like, I'll be on my way. Okay, yeah, like, no, but Tom, I, was getting getting I was just like, cool, thanks, buddy. Great, 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 great. I, no, no, no. I was going to a hospital, so I wasn't going to like a little small clinic somewhere. So, yeah, but anyway, so but if you do go to a hospital, you gotta wait. Mm. Yeah, it also really depends when you go. Like, if you go in the morning, you hit the old people. The crowd of old people hit the hospital in the morning. But if you go around 5 p.m., right before the, the change of the shift, you'll get in and out pretty quickly. That's always been my experience, at least. Good okay. to know. All right, cool. Good to know. All right, so, Faders, uh, when you, if you're in Japan and you need to go to the hospital, make sure you plan it right. And if you can make a reservation, make a reservation. But if you can't, well, be prepared to wait. Bring a book. Bring your iPhone. You'll be fine. Listen to Got Fit in Japan. Listen to a couple episodes. Watch us on YouTube. Also, please don't be fucking vegan because they're annoying. I got one more story to share with you guys. Or wash kids. Or wash kids. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> we're all guilty of certain fucking sins now, aren't we? Not those kind. <laughs> but right, anyhow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, okay. one more story to share with you guys. When we're coming back from the hospital, I live on this one one road where it's a very, very small road. As you know, in Japan, roads are very small. But two cars can fit down this road either way, right? One going yeah. left, one going right. So we're coming down the the road where we turn onto our, our street. 
And this guy's driving in the middle of the fucking road and he keeps coming towards us in the middle and we're all the way over to the to the left side and he's driving in the middle. Then he starts blasting his horn. And then he like finally moves his car over and he and he, he's like rolling down his window. And he's like, roll down your window, roll down your window. He starts yelling at my wife. He's like, move your fucking car. And he doesn't see me because I'm in the back seat because my leg was hurt. So I have to sit in the back seat with my leg stretched out. And he's like, move your move your fucking car the way. So I rolled down the back window where our windows are blacked out in the back. He didn't see me at all. So I rolled down the back window. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, move your goddamn car. You got at least a foot and a half over there, a meter. Move your fucking car, you cunt. And then he's like, oh, sorry, sir. And then he fucking moved his car. What a puss, dude. This guy was going to yell at a little girl, little tiny woman. He's going to yell at a little tiny woman. But when this big fucking white guy, gorilla, sticks his fucking head out the window, he fucking backs down quick, dog. Quick. He didn't even know I was injured, but he just he just looked at he just looked at me out of the window like, Ugh! and he, then he's like, "Oh, sorry, sir, I'll be moving my car now. I don't understand how I impeded your direction. I'm sorry, very sorry." And he moved his car out of the what way. What kind of a car did he have? A Toyota? A little shitty K car, a little like yellow license plate. Oh, that's that, that, that's been my experience as well. Like nobody really fucks with me, and like, granted, I don't have probably uh, even a. I don't, I don't have the tenth of the martial arts training Jeremy does, but like I don't think he could see the martial. Do you think Tom? Tom, do you think he was like waving his black belt in the air, like hey, like <laughs> no, but, or no, some no, shit? No, but like you know, <laughs> fucking big scary white guy, man, like. Well, I think uh, also you're the one with the, the the broken face and shit. I mean, see, somebody sees you, they're either like, uh, "This guy's this guy's been to Nam." <laughs> they see Jeremy, and they're, yeah, Jer- I've Jeremy seen looks like shit in my life. Okay, I think this guy was like one of those scammers. You know, the guy who like tries to cause an accident and then tries to get the police involved. He's got two things fucking wrong with him. He's got two things fucking wrong. First thing is we've got a dash cam. Right? So whatever he's doing, it's already on camera. It's already recording. Yeah. And the second thing is, I'm a mean motherfucker. And if you piss me off and you scratch my car, shit's going to go down. I don't give a fuck about consequences <laughs> and I ain't scared of jail. Uh, yeah, I hate those fucking scammers. Jeremy, I, I got to ask, did you uh, feel in the mood to bust out the Harley and chase him down? Right about like, like posse? <laughs> I, got me a, I got me a fucking pimp cane, bro. I would have just pimped over to his fucking car with my pimp cane and went, what up? Oh shit! Can we can we see your pip cane? I I, I gotta see it, man. I I, I now that you fucking mentioned, it, I gotta see it, man. It's in the other room, man. It's in my bedroom. Oh, you know where yeah. it should okay. be. Okay, all right, man. You're you're injured. Maybe just show us next week. But I fucking inquiring minds want to know, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's great for the audio. It's great for the audio. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, dude, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you didn't have any uh, Mad Max uh, incidents, and uh, I'm glad that everything is okay with your knee. Uh, Not yet. Sooner or later, when you come back to uh, Tokyo, or like uh, if we can definitely, if we can absolutely come down to Fukuoka, we are going to have a break dancing battle, dude. I, I've got the fucking fun. scarecrow rocking, dude. I can fucking do this. Still got it. Still got it. Whoa. Did you see this? Whoa. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I want to see your moves, dude. I want to see your moves. So take care of that knee. So we got 10 more weeks left before we're in Fukuoka. Faders, definitely support us on Patreon so we can do it. Tom needs all the money he can get. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. With that being said, why don't we hop into some motherfucking news, man? Let's do it. Okay, let's take a little break, feeders. And when we come back, we've got the news. All right, peace. Peace. 
Bar's American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapoo. Come get your party on! Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If 
If you're gonna get your fit on, you gotta get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. In a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Faders, we are back. Woo! Those sponsors were amazing, and we hope that you are supporting them because we love to support them. In fact, I was just at Harry's Sandwich Company the other day, and I was having sandwiches for dinner, and it was delicious. Oh, my God. That place is great. You can go there, you can get sandwiches because it's Harry's Sandwich Company, but you need sandwiches there. You can take them home, take them to your hotel if you're on vacation. Jeremy, what's up? I like a Harry Clam Sandwich. <laughs> oh, clam sandwich. I booked that band recently. <laughs> is, that, is that your favorite uh, item, menu item? Yes, it is. The hairy clam uh, sandwich. In, in, uh, in, in uh, what was it, in university, my Mexican roommate, some, somebody asked him what his favorite food is, and he's like, tacos, the pink kind. Wow. And then he said, hola, <laughs> hola, And I was like, I, I, I was sitting there like, you know, the fucking entire room just Busted, bust out lap, and I was like, that, that, "That was good, man. That was good. It was pretty good." Okay, uh, yeah, all right. Anyway, so yeah, we are back. And uh, thank you very much for supporting our sponsors because we love them. And uh, now, faders, without further ado, we're going to move forward to the news. We've got six amazing news articles from the previous week, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's just uh, get down to, into business. Uh, should I begin first? Should it be me? Sure. Can I go sure. first. Sure. Can I go Why not? First? All right, I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, I love video games, especially classic video games. One of my favorite bars in Osaka. Well, my number one favorite bar in Osaka is Space Station. It's like the best video game bar in the whole entire world. If you're in Japan, you got to go to Space Station. It is awesome. It's full of video games. I go there. I'm in paradise. I love it, dude. And I love classic video games. Do Do you guys like video games? Tom, you play? Uh, I used to, man. That's kind of went, went by the wayside because uh, I got a kid and they're just too much of a time sink. But Okay, you don't. All right, Jeremy. I always play video games. I got a PS5. I'm a big PS fan. Um, I'm going to the bar that you're talking about. Like uh, It's called Space Station, right? Yep. I'm going there uh, during Golden Week this year because I'll be in Osaka for Comic-Con for like three days. And while I'm there, I'm going to go to Silver Ball Planet, which is the pinball place that I've talked about before. And I'm also Love going it. to Space Station. Yeah, my hotel's right by those two places, so I'll definitely be stopping by both of them. Fantastic, oh, awesome. dude. Yeah, when you're there, tell Matt, Johnny sent you. Johnny sent me. Well, Prepare to uh, die. My, 
Oh, God. Well, my article is about video games and bad bosses. Now, Faders, we've all had bad bosses. I've had terrible bosses. Uh, Tom's had quite a few. Tom's had, I think, like more bad bosses than there are bosses in the world, if that makes sense. Uh, Jeremy, I'm sure you've had some bad bosses. Dicks me hobby. <laughs> yep. It's me and, hobby. I collect bad bosses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. And um, yeah, Jeremy. Uh, just going to ask you, uh, throw out a quick question to you. What's sure. the worst? What's the worst nationality for a boss? For me, it's in it's a it's a British boss. A British boss is the hardest one for me to ever work for. Yeah, my bad boss is British too. Now, but we love England. I love I England. love England I too. Been I, we, we I've been there. I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. But I only had one. No, I had two British. God, wait. Yeah, same here. I had, I had three. I had three British bosses. Cunt, 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 and cunt. That's four. Yep, you yep. know what I mean. Okay, Tom. Tom. Well, Tom's had everything under the sun. Tom. Tom's got a rainbow of bad bosses. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me think. Ooh, how to break this down? Uh, a lot of Japanese shitheads. Japanese are generally pretty cool people. Obviously, I, I live here and I like it because I've stayed. Tom, 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 we don't not, have not much time. Japanese, but like I've had some bad Japanese bosses, and. Uh, fucking recently, a couple of years ago. Oh, well, uh, I've already talked about the, the dude I got fired, but like, uh, had one Filipino lady was a screeching harpy, and uh, sorry, sorry, screeching harpy, and Herbie. another another Nigerian guy that could not control his fucking temper was just a rageaholic. Okay, so, great. So yeah, the yeah. whole rainbow of bad bosses, as I said. Okay, a great. Rainbow of shitty decisions and fuck my life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. all right. So yeah, that's probably a bad question, Jeremy. But anyway, so jump into that story, Johnny. <laughs> all right. So anyway, no, but I didn't even get to my point. So all right, we've all had bad bosses, but I've never done anything to my boss. I've never, I've never acted out trying to get revenge or doing anything bad or evil or anything like that. I've I never, have. I've never said it. Tom, Tom got his boss fired by uh, trying to blackmail him about uh, kids with bubble baths and stuff. Jeremy, have you ever done anything bad to your bosses that you ever get revenge? Uh, I don't want to say I don't want to say I did it, but maybe someone spilled uh, half a carton of milk under a guy's desk one day during summer. That's pretty bad. I can neither confirm nor deny. I can neither confirm nor deny, but I just suspect that that's what happened to someone. Uh... <laughs> what about leaving a company? Have you ever done anything bad about leaving a company? Like I heard about a guy that took tuna fish and put hid tuna fish all over his office when he left, which basically would just destroy the office, especially in Tokyo summer. Now I heard oh. of a guy that did that, and that was actually that was to Nova. That was like years and years ago. A Nova yeah. teacher did that. <laughs> I heard I heard something similar. I heard somebody like was just like fuck this job. And he got a, what was it, like a bunch of shrimp, like old nasty shrimp, and put them inside the curtain rods. And they, this place, apparently the place just stank to high hell. And they cleaned the place from top to bottom. They could not locate the sources. Oh that is, that is just, that is just like evil genius level of like, fuck you. So it's the same thing. So this is a thing like hiding seafood in your office before you like get fired or quit. Dairy oh, products. Or dairy products. Yeah, there you go. But don't do that, faders. Don't do that because that is a lawsuit. So yeah, be careful. Don't do that That's at all. You're not it's bad. Only a Sorry. <laughs> That's all good, man. Okay. All right. It is, only, it is only a lawsuit if you get caught. 
<laughs> You're going to get caught. Don't do it. Okay, here we go. Video game maker Konami employee tries to kill old boss with fire extinguisher. Oh, man. Mm. Okay, here we go. Video and card game maker Konami, which Digital Entertainment's headquarters, is in Ginza, one of the fanciest places in Tokyo. And that's true. That's a fact. Mm. <clears throat> So you might expect the working environment inside Konami's offices to be refined and elegant, or at least polite. And maybe it is on most days, but on Tuesday, one Konami employee decided to settle his differences with another member of the staff by braining him with a fire extinguisher. And faders, it actually says braining him with a fire extinguisher in the news article. Can you believe that? <clears throat> At around 11 a.m. on uh, April 11th, 41-year-old Hiroaki Yamazaki picked up a fire extinguisher in the Konami office and walked over to the desk of his former manager, a 48-year-old man. Yamazaki and the manager hadn't worked directly with each other since August of 2020. When poor uh, relations between the two led Yamazaki being transferred to a different team with a different manager in the same department. Okay, cool. So everything so far seems to be pretty kosher. Um, Two and a half years later, though, it seems that the two men hadn't buried the hatchet. <laughs> Get it? So instead, Yamazaki tried to bury the fire extinguisher into the back of his old boss's head. After walking up behind the manager while he was working, Yamazaki swung the canister down on the cranium before being suddenly uh, subdued by nearby employees. Oh man, so uh, that 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 really sucks for this manager. I mean, I don't care how bad of a manager he is. He does not deserve to have his brains being bashed out of his head with a fucking extinguisher. That's crazy, Jeremy. You know, like the Japanese have always had this like passive, like um, stereotype, right? That oh, the Japanese are always so kind, so peaceful, so passive. But recently, we've had a we had a fucking guy throw a bomb at the current prime minister. A, a former prime minister was shot in the heart during a mm. speech. And then, like, th now this guy's trying to brain a guy like a zombie, in, you know, during office hours. You can't keep fucking with people, man. If you, if you fuck with people, you better expect some shit to come back on you. You know what? Because like, some, some people are, you know, like in, a, in the States, they, go, they call it going postal. You keep pushing a guy, you keep pushing a guy, you keep pushing a guy, he's got nothing else to lose. So next thing you know, he's coming up behind you with a fucking fire extinguisher and going, Dong, and knocking you over the skull. Tom, what's up, baby? Um, Yeah, dude, fucking, those, those fire extinguishers, anyone who's ever handled one, like, they're pretty heavy duty. So if, like, if you're going to brain someone over the head, you are not fucking around. But here's what I want to know. I want to know what his fucking dickhead boss did to piss this guy off that much. Because, like. Oh, shit. That's, that's like the straight up, yo, man, if you're going to fucking brain somebody with a fire extinguisher, this is all, but it is a fucking attempted murder. Uh, no, it is attempted murder. This article is really long and I'm not going to get in go through all of it and stuff. But um, yeah, it was power harassment. And that's all it said. The guy said he was power harassing me. And maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, you know, I, we don't know the whole situation. That's all the information we got. He was power harassing him, I guess. But the thing is, though, man, fucking if you're getting power harassed, just fucking leave the company. Look for another job. GTF motherfucking O. Jeremy. 
You know what? The guy got to the point where he's like, you know what? I don't give a shit if I go to jail or I get the death penalty. I'm going to get my one last shot in on this bitch. And he and he went up and he went after him with a fucking fire extinguisher. It could have been worse. He could have fucking just grabbed him by the fucking collar and put the fucking nozzle of the fire extinguisher down his throat and turned on the motherfucker and just killed him. You know what I mean? I would have preferred that than being hit in the head with those things because those things are like a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah, bash it's your brains out. Both yeah, dude. I, I can say unequivocally, yes, I was fucking power has power harassed for a year. Fuck that power guy. Asked. Do what I don't do what this guy did. Do what I did. Get that get some dirt on that motherfucker and get his ass fired. Tom said he okay, got yeah. power asked. Power, <laughs> power, power asked. <laughs> All right, that's my story. Who's next? I'll go next. All right, Japan draws up a new measure to stop groping on trains. It's a big problem Ooh. here in Japan. Yeah. yeah. NHK, April 17th. The Japanese government has come up with a new package of measures aimed at eliminating groping on trains and other public places. Five government offices are working together to implement these measures. The National Police Agency will conduct a more detailed survey and analysis of incidents of groping, molestation, and, and uh, release their findings and on a regular basis. Its plan is to step up patrols of places where such incidents occur, 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 sorry, I'm a little bit drunk, occur frequently. The agency says it hopes to create an environment where victims can easily get help. Education boards across the country will start instructing uh, how to respond uh, flexibly if, if students fail to appear in class after being sexually harassed. Principals oh. will be asked not to uh, record their absence. <clears throat> the transport ministry will release information on the available, um, sorry, on the availability of women-only carriages on a regular basis. The justice ministry plans to introduce a new program for sex offenders, Tom, who are serving uh, prison sentences. People seeking consultations on groping and other cases of sexual assault uh, are advised to uh, access. Cure Time, a website and a phone counseling service available at number hashtag or, or pound 8891. What do you guys think? Okay, I got a couple of points that I want to talk about. Go ahead. In the States, if somebody's like a pedophile or some kind of a pervert or whatever, when they move, they have to tell all their neighbors that they're a pedophile or a pervert or something like that, right? For like, yeah, I think they have like a party. Like, Three blocks, right? Now, I think they should have to do that in Japan, too. Because the thing is, if somebody lives in Tokyo and they have to go three blocks and tell, like, all their, their neighbors that they're a pedophile, dude, they're talking – that's that's like, like, 500 people in some neighborhoods, you yeah. know? Like, if you're living in, like – you're living in, like, let's say, well, in Shinjuku Ward or I would say maybe Shibuya. Or if you're living anywhere pretty much in Tokyo and you have to go door to door to door and record – telling all these people that you're a pervert dude you are dude that's going to deter a lot of people from being perverts because the thing is though that would be horrible people that their lives would be over their lives are technically over but i mean that's that's pretty bad the shame especially in this culture jeremy i would say um if you're a sex offender and you have to go around telling everybody wait until halloween and on Halloween, just dress as your uh, normal self. And when you go out and uh, people go, what are you dressed as? You go, I'm a sex offender. 
And then you're like, they're like, oh, that's really good. That's really clever. That's really clever. And you're like, I'm soldiering on, soldiering on. You just go to the next door, to the next door, to the next door, to the next door. Oh, my God, dude. You got to tell all your neighbors. Dude, even in my neighborhood, I think, of Tom, there's more people living in your neighborhood than in my neighborhood. I mean, shit, dude, that's. That's hundreds. I, 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 of I live in a pretty major area. Like uh, Johnny's a bit further from the station. He's kind of a little bit more residential, but still, even your 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 neighborhood ain't no joke, man. With all the amount of people, population density. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, what would you do if somebody like knocked on your their door? And they're like, "Hi, my name is Saito San. I live upstairs. Um, I'm a child molester, but um, I, I learned my lesson, and uh, I, I'll never do it again. I promise." <laughs> What would you do if somebody said that to you? I would throw that motherfucker down a flight of stairs, dude. You know, you know when I get a little kid at home, like, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I will. I, I am prepared to fucking swing for that, man. You're going to swing for that? <laughs> be like, I'm not a kid. <laughs> Safe. Yeah, exactly. You don't bother me at all, man. Just stay away from children. You, you know, like the American like prison system, like a lot of the sex offenders get like you know shoved off in their own block because like they're the lowest like bitch on the totem pole, man. Turns out even like hardcore criminals, like you know gang bangers, like murders and rapists, don't even like child molesters. So nobody likes a child molester. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I agree with you, dude. Like fucking child molesters, like the child molesters are kind of like Nazis. The only one that likes them is other kitty fiddlers or other Nazis, right? Or dead ones. Like they're the scum of the earth. Mm. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Next story. <laughs> okay. After that happy Speaking one. Of some weird, wacky, wild shit. Ugh. Kind of don't want to read this article, but we're gonna fucking do it anyway because I almost feel we kind of have to. Uh oh. Uh oh. Kishida attack suspect failed to qualify as a candidate for upper house election. In Wakayama Prefecture, the suspect uh, uh, in the attack on Prime Minister uh, sorry Prime Minister Fumio Kishida during the week may have harbored a grudge after failing to qualify as a candidate for the upper house election last year. Court documents showed on Tuesday. Ryuji Kimura, twenty four. God damn, did this young kid fucking fuck up his life? Or to fucking assassinate, if you will, we'll get to it. Has remained silent after being arrested at the scene for throwing an explosive device at Kishida before the Prime Minister was about to make a stump speech. Saturday in the city of Wakayama, Western uh, Western Japan, Kishida was not injured. According to the records, Kimura failed, filed a lawsuit with the Kobe District Court in June last, uh, last year, seeking 100,000 yen damages for mental distress when he was unable to file the candidacy uh, <clears throat> Sorry, guys. For a House of Councillors election held the following month, he claimed the requirement of being at least 30 years old and paying 3 million yen deposit to run on the election violated the Constitution and guarantees under the law. Okay, like, you know what? This is, this is a little bit lengthy and gets a bit weird political, but like some dipshit had a grudge against the current PM and tried to throw a bomb at him and, you know, and... He's a dipshit, and the Bob didn't go off, and the PM's fine, so. Not only is he a loser and a fucking idiot, <laughs> he can, he throws like a goddamn girl. <laughs> Do you think he forgot to light it? He's like, what the fucking fuck? asshole, man? What a fucking asshole. Yeah, so, so, he's, so yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go through the highlights real quick, because this, this is a bit lengthy, but, like, he was... 
10 meters from the prime minister and he couldn't even fucking <laughs> that's not that fucking far i'm sorry i got a question 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 do you think he did it underhand <laughs> Back a little bit. Bad little it, couldn't even, it couldn't even go 30 feet it couldn't go 30 feet oh my god oh. what a fucking asshole yeah, uh, don't do that. That's bad. You're going to go to jail for I, I can't believe I have to fucking say this on the program, but, like, please don't try to assassinate prime ministers past or present. It's not good. Actually, please don't try to kill anybody. Yeah, I agree with Tom on that How about one. that? Yeah, I agree with Tom. Yeah, don't like, don't throw her people. Uh, and also, we again, we don't really typically talk about politics because it's a major no-no, but I almost feel like we have to kind of tell about this, but, like, New dude Kishida, that's a you know, fairly recent prime minister. Like, I haven't been following the news, so my my, my opinion on this dude is as neutral as can be. Like, maybe he's a good guy, maybe he isn't. Like, I, I got yeah. other shit going yeah. on in my life, and like, yeah. I, yeah. I ain't got no stake in the election. I can't vote, so yep. fuck it. Yep. You know, but don't, regardless of what his politics are, don't fucking try to murder him. Yep. Don't don't do any Lincoln shit. Don't don't do that. Mm. All right. Don't, don't end. It don't well end well for anybody, as we have seen. Next yep. story. Next story. All right, I got this one. All right, this one uh, is pretty interesting. Woman dies uh, after a large tree crushes her tent at a campsite near Tokyo. What? There's Yokohama. In Tokyo. Yokohama. My old, my old stomping grounds. My old, my old, my old place where I love to live. Uh, a woman has died, and a man has been s- left seriously injured. After a large tree landed on a tent that they were sleeping in at a campsite in west of Tokyo on early Sunday, police said. A local fire department received a report around 2.30, I'm sorry, 3.20 a.m. of a man and a woman were trapped under a tree that had fallen in Sagamihara, Kanagawa Prefecture. According to the police, the two believed to be a married couple were taken to the hospital uh, but Marie, Marina Nakamura, 29 years old woman, was confirmed dead just about two hours later. Ah. The 31-year-old man was badly hurt and sustained serious injuries, including a rib fracture. Not serious injury. Uh, and the police said, adding that the tree was about 18 meters tall with a circumference of about 70 centimeters. Jesus. Jesus Christ. That'll what? do it. Who was in charge oh. of this fucking campground wily coyote oh my god <laughs> dude that sucks man that sucks tokyo is a very stressful city man i i know it's beautiful i know the food's good and stuff but when you live here for like especially a long time dude it's really stressful and sometimes you got a gtfo you got to go out to the countryside you got to go camping you got to go hiking you got to go to the beach you got to just get out every three months i leave tokyo i go somewhere right you just got to go and these poor people these poor 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 people they left and then they're out there in the country they're enjoying themselves and then the country fought back dude that's that's terrible man that sucks yeah god i feel like burning a tree right now also also, what the fuck man this so this like you know woman or boyfriend or husband or whatever they're you know like like you say man they're just out in they're out in nature maybe had a campfire a couple beers by the fire they decide to go to sleep all of a sudden this fucking (laughs) giant tree just falls over and pancakes the woman like what the fuck man Maybe it's revenge for the campfire. Maybe. Possibly. I think you're onto something, Johnny, because, like, you know, fuck it. He's like, what the fuck? That was my kid. 
And I was like, what the fuck, bitch? Oh, yeah, you, you're going to burn my fucking kid? I'm going to burn. I'm going to fucking crush your ass. I was like, yeah. Tom, that's a bad taste. That's a bad. I was just joking around. That was terrible. All right, next story. Here we go. All right, my last story. Johnny, Johnny, uh, I, can I cut in? I got one that might kind of go with this one. So did, wait, you did, just you did mind. two. You just did two. So you want to do a third one? I only did one. I only did one article about the PM, like some dipshit trying to kill the PM. Oh wait. Oh okay. So it's your turn. Oh, okay. Shit. Sorry about it's, that. It's, it's not my turn, but like I, I think I have something that might kind of dovetail nicely with what uh, Jeremy just read. So sorry, okay. sorry to cut in, but I wouldn't ask if I didn't think it was a good idea. Okay. Well, dovetail. Love that show. Go for it. All right. Uh, man goes on rampage with a tent peg in Osaka supermarket, injuring four. In Osaka on April 10th, a 56-year-old man has been arrested for attempted murder after attacking customers and a store clerk with a tent peg at a supermarket in Osaka. Think it was the same guy? (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised, man. I would not be surprised. Uh. Total of four people were injured during the Sunday evening attack, including an 85-year-old female customer who was seriously injured receiving a fractured skull. What the fuck, dude? What a dick. Why why do you got to go after grandma like that? That's not cool. That's not cool. Not Uh. cool at all. Although the suspect denied any involvement in the incident, because of course they always fucking do. It wasn't me. A 25-year-old, uh, <clears throat> sorry, 25-centimeter peg tent, uh, other than the one that was used in the uh, attack, was found in his bag, so he's a dumbass. Mm-hmm. The suspect visited the supermarket by bicycle and went on a rampage immediately after entering the store. Some, pre- <laughs> some pre-made and shaded shit. Police are investigating his motives for the crime. He got He's a BMX. <laughs> Gentlemen, thoughts. Okay, hey, cops, okay, what gotta... makes you think it was me? Oh, the other exact same size tent peg in your bag? That makes us think it was <laughs> oh, you. Uh... Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, that, that's that's a brutal fucking weapon, dude. If you're going to stab somebody with a fucking tent peg, dude, you're going to have blood all over the place, dude. Like, all over sharp. your clothes. I mean, getting caught red-handed is an understatement at this point, dude. And who the fuck murders people with a like a tent peg? I mean, dude, was this guy like a homeless guy living in the park or something? And that was like the only thing he had and something snapped in his brain where he's like, brains, like a zombie or some shit. I mean, dude, what the fuck, dude? I mean, this is absolutely insane. Ludicrous. Quick quick question. What do you guys think? Who's more hardcore? The guy that like uh, the first article Johnny read, the guy that tried to brain his old boss with a fire extinguisher or this motherfucker who's going on a rampage with a tent peg? Well, obviously your guy, dude. I mean, this guy's going fucking berserker on innocent people. Like the guy that I read about, I mean, this guy definitely, I mean, he had a motive. I mean, quote unquote, he was being power harassed. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to agree with you, man, because same thing. This guy, like the other dude, Okay, maybe I don't 100% agree with his, like, you know, fucking trying to brain your ex-boss, even if he was a dick and harassing you. But this guy just fucking randomly walked into the supermarket and was like, oh, you motherfuckers gonna die with a fucking tent bag of all things. You know my st- you know my take on that. If someone attacks you with a fucking knife or a hammer, take one step back and go, no! <laughs> <'Cause> like, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> officially too far away to hurt you. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. All right. I get all right. My story. I guess is, is this the last one? I don't know. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, my story's boring. All right, here we go. 
66-year-old man arrested for keeping body of 91-year-old father at home. The story took place in Akita. Police in Kazuno, Akita Prefecture, have arrested a 66-year-old man in suspicion of abandoning the body of his 91-year-old father at their home. Now, is that some kind of like an abstract oxymoron? He abandoned the father at his home. Is that abandonment? What is that? Mm, good question. <laughs> I guess if you... Is it? No, you're it supposed is. to like if if somebody dies, you're supposed to report it. And, like you know, the there's procedure for taking care of the corpse. The yeah, new, but it, of course. But being being arrested for abandonment, that? it's not really abandonment. It's just like he didn't do anything. There, there should be a different word for it. There should be like I don't know. But anyway, according to police, Toshi to Taguchi, a farmer, did not report the death of his father, Toshi, and left the body wrapped up in a futon in his bed, local media reported. Well, you know what? Summer's coming soon. Well, very soon, actually, next month. And uh, yeah, dude, thank God this guy got busted now. Because, I mean, if he got busted in like three months, dude, that house, oh, it would smell so bad. I don't care if he's on a farm or what, dude. It's going to stink like cow shit. Oh, man. Wait, he lives on a farm? Why didn't he just bury his dad in the backyard? <laughs> feed him anyway, to the pigs. Feed right? him to the pigs. There you go. Pigs eat anything. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So we're not, uh, we're not exactly dealing with Albert Einstein now, are we? No, obviously not. Uh, not to say that farmers aren't smart. I mean, farmers are very smart. They got a lot of free time to read. Uh, my grandpa was a farmer and he was very smart. Police said Taguchi told them his father died of natural causes in late March. Ooh, March. April, May, March. August. Ooh, wait, wait, March? Month Holy ago. Shit. Yeah, wow, okay. And that he didn't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Should I call somebody? No, too much work. I'll just let him be. Maybe he'll come back as a zombie. I don't know. You never know. It's 2023. Anything can happen. Um, he should have asked AI. AI basically knows everything. Um, a relative contacted police. Yeah, contacted police on Tuesday after not having heard from Toshi or Toshi for the name <laughs> Toshi. Toshi or Toshi for some time. Police then visited the house on Tuesday and found Toshi's body. Uh, police said an autopsy will be conducted to determine the cause of Toshi's death. I'm assuming it's old age. The guy's 91 years old. He's a farmer, a hard life, most likely a heavy drinker and smoker. Yeah. Um, probably a really good diet, so I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to say old age. Sounds like Thoughts. my kind of dude. Yeah. I thought... I. I can tell you unequivocally, this is like what it is. Like his fucking kid was a deadbeat. His fucking father, you know, his father was collecting a pension and he didn't report the murder or the, the, the death of his father. Why? Cause he just wanted to be a deadbeat and collect daddy's pension. I doubt it. Really? Cause like, I don't know. Like this is maybe a little bit before uh, Jeremy joined the show, but like me and Johnny got sick of reading these, these like articles where like deadbeat kids are like, collecting pensions okay that happens in the suburbs but once again this is a farm dude the guy's 90 years old the kid's like in his sixth he's kid the kid he's his son in his 60s a little young whippersnapper a fresh 60 dude the guys the, the, the got both of them are working on a farm they live on a farm i mean they're farmers dude i really doubt that the the 91 year old father was like like fucking feeding the pigs, like was it called kneading the land or whatever? And the kid was sitting home playing Nintendo. I really doubt that. Suburbs, yes, absolutely. That happens all the time, but not in a farm, dude. 
Donnie, I'm going to be honest. I politely disagree with you because if he's in his fucking 60s, he should know how to fucking report, like, you know, the death, I don't know, the death of his fucking father. Like, that's not like a big fucking deal. Okay, you're right. You're right. That's true. But I I don't know, man. I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. It's, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, the, obviously the guy's not like. I'm gonna have Maybe to go with Tom on this one, man. I think the guy's be a yeah. little bit, a little bit fishy. You know, he's he wants to collect those pension checks. Right? He wants free money. He wants free fucking money. You think he could have done it for at least three or four months and then turned into dad? He's like, okay, if I do it for four months, I could pay for the funeral, maybe buy a car, pay off my loans, maybe go to Hawaii for Golden Week, which is coming up, you know. And then, yeah. then I'll call an ambulance and be like, hey, uh, my father died. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. And then, and then, so maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe he kind of stretched it out, but then his, uh, I guess his cousin ratted him out or something. Fucking yeah, cousins, John, we used to actually cover these articles. I got to ask you, like, what's the longest anybody's gotten away with? Because I, I, I recall some of these years. fucking deadbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah I recall years. a couple years. cases, like fucking years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've, we've covered stories where, like, parents have been mummified. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, so it, it, this fucking shit happens. It does, it does. There's a lot of stories in Japan of like where they just don't know where old people went. There's like pe- yeah. there's like people just who just disappeared, man. And they're over 65, so they're getting a pension, and the pension just keeps going into their bank account. And uh, they're just there's just no follow up. There's not enough people working for the government offices, and this happens in small towns more often than big towns, right? So mm. yeah, there's no follow up. There's no one to follow up on the story. Well, speaking of follow-up, I'd just say follow the money. Who is collecting the money? That's where the body is. That's what you're doing, Nancy Drew. Detective Johnny. Detective Johnny. Detective Johnny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Ho! No, I totally fucking agree. But, like, the weird thing was, like, it was, like, how do you say, like, people, like, turning 100 years old and, like, the government just shows up to, like, thank them for being a good citizen and living a long life. Then I'm, like, oh, they died 40 years ago. Mom of my corpse got, like, you know, like, what? Like, just chucked into the fucking crawl space of the house or some shit like that. (laughs) You think that's happened? Like, hey, we came to congratulate you for being... 260 years old right. you know, this is a world record you know like the, the news from all over the world is there and, oh <laughs> shit he did or she did <laughs> oh that's terrible all right cool is that it we're done with the news we're, oh we're, we're so fucking I, got, I got one more that would just it just has to be told can i do the last okay, one yeah all go right. for it, listen to this this is this, oh, this oh, kind oh, of ties yeah. in this kind of ties in the old tom story here Heroic fisherman who caught PM Kushida's attacker, now a fashion icon. You know, fashion stories on our sites, uh, on our on our on our YouTube, on our TikTok, they get a lot of hits. So this is a fashion story. So we're going to talk about Japanese fashion. All right, fashion before function. That's right. Not all heroes wear capes. Some wear flashy vests. On April fifteenth. A sudden attack on Prime Minister of Japan occurred at Saigasaki Port in Wakayama City. I've been there. As Fumio Kashida walked out in front of a group of people to deliver a speech in support of the candidate in the local election, a type of pipe bomb was tossed at him from the crowd. Not very well, very, 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 very horribly. Like a bitch! Although, although, 
The attack had some eerie similarities, similarities to last year's assassination uh, of former PM Shinzo Abe. Kishida was luckily able to escape unharmed, while the attacker was, was swiftly apprehended by security personnel. However, even faster than the bodyguards was a pair of brave fishermen who just happened to be at the right place at the right time. hoo One of the fishermen was 67-year-old Masami Terai. Uh, he was watching Kushida as he walked, uh, as he was about to take the podium, when he saw a man attempting to light something in his hands and throw it. At the same time, another unidentified 70-year-old fisherman shouted, This guy! To alert the security guards... Uh, and jumped on the 24-year-old attacker, putting him in a chokehold. Holy fucking shit, the 24-year-old choke guy got choked out by a 70-year-old motherfucker, man. Because he's a bitch. Holy shit, this is a great story. Judo shit, man. Uh, Terry, I then helped to secure the struggling attacker's legs before both uh, the security guards took over. The heroic efforts were shown to be even more crucial when their fast reaction prevented any chance of the attacker throwing a second device, which was also in his possession. Holy fucking shit, dude. Beat up by geriatrics. How badass is that? That, that's pretty badass, but man, that is fucking dangerous. If that guy had another pipe bomb, and if it's like like a pull cord one or some shit, yeah, dude, game over, dude, game over, Thomas. Uh, first of all, let let us uh, reiterate this motherfucker. This twenty four year old's a pussy, punk ass bitch. Yep. Second of all, I don't know, man. These, these fishermen, I, I I get they're older dudes, but like, man, these some blue collar workers, man. And like, even in their old age, some of these motherfuckers are hardcore. Yeah. Uh, let me point out something. Let me point out something here. It says that the uh, that uh, the the mainly mainly the two fishermen who were involved was a, one of them was a seventy year old. Uh, he could easily be seen on the news cameras because he's wearing an eye catching bright red shirt with a snowflake print vest. And <laughs> a, after that, um, there was another guy wearing a like a win, like a winter windproof shell vest, and that that are normally like. 1700 yen or 1800 yen or 13 bucks and now uh-huh. those those are super fashionable in Japan those are now become a hot Japanese fashion item what do you guys think I think that's pretty cool man yeah dude <laughs> flaunt that shit this, I can this, hop this, on the fucking you know Amazon so sorry the interject real quick you know what this kind of fucking remembers like that reminds me of is like I don't know how many fucking years ago remember that uh, artist like San Francisco artist Matthew Baja had the fucking spike baseball bats and a really fucking cool art show that me and Johnny went. Yes. And yes. We went to, we saw his art show. We got his like, you know, opinions about his artwork and this and that, and the other thing. And he was just making all these, cause he's an artist. That's how he fucking sees things. But he's just making all these comments. And like, one of his comments is like, yo dude, even like the senior citizens in Japan just dress pretty fucking sharply and look pretty dope. Then, you know, nice fucking rocking the fashion, all this crazy shit. And I was like, yeah, dude, like this guy hasn't been here nearly as long as, as like me or Johnny, but like he fucking gets it. This like this dude knows what's up. Tom, how come you can remember an interview that we did <laughs> five and a half years ago? But if I asked you what you had for lunch, you're like, uh, I, I don't know, a burrito, maybe I have no idea. How come you can remember things from that far ago so specifically, dude? That's insane. 
We call it Tom memory. And like Johnny, I think what you said is like a hundred percent accurate. Remember, remember the fucking first time I met uh, Jeremy and was like, Oh yeah. Fucking like UFC match, the hoist Gracie and Kim Shamrock. And I was like, able to fucking in detail describe the whole thing. And Jeremy's like, dude, I've seen that a bunch of times. I don't remember that, like, that much detail. I was like, I don't know, man. Like every once in a while, just like shit from fucking years ago just comes out of nowhere. Like, oh yeah, I fucking remember that. Like it was yesterday, but like, you're right. Like what I have, I don't even fucking know. That is weird. It's like, you know what? Now that we've got this kind of Japanese fashion, um, I think all the kids in Harajuku and Omotisando, they're going to be wearing these cool fishing vests and Hawaiian shirts looking like, like uh, local (laughs) Japanese 70 year old, 67 year old heroes. What do you guys think? Well, dude, okay, if they're wearing, like, Hawaiian shirts, I'm thinking Miami Vice, dude, from the 80s. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Don Johnson. Magnum P.I. Oh, Magnum P.I., there you go, that too. On that note, yeah. boys, I think that's a great way to wrap up this show. Johnny, what do you think, man? Yes, sir. Yeah, I think it's a great time to uh, end the show as well. I'm fucking tired. It's fucking... Midnight episodes. That's what we should call this. A midnight episode. Faders, um, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fit in Japan. In fact, they're all very special. And uh, yes, uh, Got Fit in Japan That's supports cool. you 110%. So we want you to support us. There's many things that you can do to support us. There's many places where you can go to support us. If you got some money, we definitely will take it and we need it. And if you don't have money, there's there's a lot of free ways for how you can support us. Tom, how can they support us? Financially or just physically with love? Well, obviously, like, the real real obvious one, please donate on Patreon. Even if it's only a couple of bucks. Like, a couple of dollars. We, we will not say no to that. But, like, yeah, we're, we're on all the major, like, uh, SNS platforms, which is Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, and YouTube. Please, please subscribe. We, we really want to get to uh, get up to a thousand views by the end of the year and we's getting there and I think actually maybe I, maybe I should let Jeremy take this one because he's, he's he's kind of our TikToker expert there we go yes that's it boys and girls we got TikTok YouTube Twitter Facebook patreon fucking your mom's house whatever man it's we're, we're all over the place if you if you open a cabinet and we're not there i'm being i'm gonna be surprised you want to support us you can send us money if you can't send us money you can share our videos you can click like and subscribe on our youtube channel and you can tell a friend everybody you can help us get paid by youtube we're trying to hit a thousand users we're trying to get four thousand watch hours and every click helps everyone helps us out uh, even if you get us one friend, one click, one subscriber, you're helping. And we really appreciate that. Make That makes you part of the family. So everybody get in there, help us out, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That's right. And actually something that we should point out is that we are uploading content consistently and constantly on all these platforms. Every single day, twice a day, actually, uh, YouTube is get well, no, no, no. YouTube gets stuff once, sometimes twice a day. <clears throat> and uh, let's see, Instagram and Facebook times. and Twitter gets uh, stuff uploaded at least three times, eh, three times a day. We got stuff that's just being uploaded nonstop. There's so much entertainment to enjoy. So it's not just content, it's entertainment, man. There's just so much stuff small little videos, shorts, long videos, full episodes. On Patreon, you get unedited episodes, you get all the fuck ups that we do. 
Tom. And uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know what Tom. you're talking about, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway, so there's, I mean, so you can subscribe. That's true. But when you do that, you get a lot of stuff. You get a lot of bang for your buck, even though you're not really paying a buck with uh, YouTube. But anyway, yeah, there's tons of stuff for you to enjoy. That's my point. Become part of the family. Become part of the faded family. And on that note, faders, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Who you eat till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.